Okay, good morning once again, everybody. Uh, we are going to take the uh, Unit 7, Theory of Intellectual Development by Jean Piaget. Okay, go down there to your your course material to that aspect to that part of the of the study material and let's go on when you say cognitive development you are referring to all activities that involve in thinking reasoning and problem solving okay it involves the manner in which you as an individual you come to know about the world you are living okay and uh, is is from the interaction of biological maturation and the experiences you have before that come together to come to be responsible for how you think how you see issues how you 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 handle matters around you or in solving problem then you see when you are infants or when you are still a, a, a toddler the reasoning capacity is low and uh, there's there are some things you cannot you cannot do at that stage but as you grow up, you will be getting mature to do some things that you couldn't do when you were younger. All right. Now look at the reflexes of a newborn. Of a newborn, reflexes of a newborn. Now, when this is the first sign of behavior of the infant, the first sign of behavior of the infant they, that are communicated to parents through reflexes. Okay, that that's an involuntary motor responses that you are given to specific uh, stimuli. Now, for example, the moral reflex. You see, when you when when you when you when a child of this age have or hear a sudden loud noise, or maybe you throw him up as if you want to fall. Now, you know the child will give you a sign of insecurity or about to fall away. Okay, the child will draw up his leg, throw out his arms, and then bring them back together in an embracing motion eh, to show that uh, there's an embrace or there's a moral embrace. Okay, then the basket reflex. This one, for example, if you tickle a child uh, on his or her foot, you will see that all the, all the heels towards the, 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 the toes, you see that the baby, the baby will respond by fanning the toes somehow okay so if the if the child does not respond in this way then there's a problem with the central nervous system okay or the spinal cord is having a a, a, a defect and this is this increase or this decrease by between four to six months of age all right then look at the routine routine you know if you if you have been with a child before when you stroke a baby's cheek by the corner of his mouth, he or she will turn his head towards your finger and the mouth will be making some sucking movement. That is routine. Okay, this prepares the, the child for sucking and this this issue or this and stuff vanishes between three to four months of age. Then the palmer grabs. The palmer grabs, you see a child, when you give a child at this age something, to, uh, something in his hand, he will hold it. The finger, the, the child will, will, will run his finger on that object you are giving him with his tongue. And if this child doesn't do this thing at this stage, the child has spinal cord injury or problem in the CNS, that's a central nervous system. And planter, if the palmer is for hand, the, the planter is for the foot, is for the foot. 
Now, withdraw. Withdraw. This is when a child, maybe you, if a child is is uh, is having a correct with hot object or or a pin or a painful object, the child will not want to go there again. For example, if a child is having an interest in seeing the glowing of a candle, before you know it, 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 it cross that place, or maybe it touches the candle, the candle light, and then it gets inborn. Now the child will want to we don't want to go there again. Even though you are carrying him down to the to the candlestick that is burning, the child will want to withdraw. This is withdrawal, uh, withdrawal. Uh, this is called withdrawal at this time. If this thing is found in this child, it it indicates that there's a damage of swatic nerve in the child. Okay. According to Piaget, we have four main periods in child intellectual or cognitive development. The first stage is the sensory motor period between zero and two years. Second one is the pre-operational period between two and seven years. The third period is the concrete operational period between seven and 11 years. And the last period is the formal operational period between 12 and adulthood. Okay, now I want you to go into this period, this period. But before then, let's look at the theory of Jean uh, Piaget revolves around the uh, three basic concepts. One, schemata. Two, assimilation. And three, accommodation. If you look at that place, read it well. Piaget refers to schemata, the actions which become organized into distinct patterns of behavior is what Pegasus refers to as schemata. The actions which become organized in a child into a distinct pattern of behavior, schemata. It's a, it's a systematic or organized pattern of thoughts, the way you think, the way you act, the way you behave, and the way you solve problems that provide a framework for dealing with a given type of intellectual challenge or situation is called schemata. And number two is assimilation. Assimilation, this is the action of an organism upon the environment. It depends on previous behavior involving the same similar, or the same or similar objects or circumstances. This is the process of incorporating new perceptions. You are trying to incorporate new perception to form new schemata. Okay, when a child is trying to form new position to form a new schemata, it's called assimilation. And the third one is uh, accommodation. Now, this is the action of the environment upon the organism. The, in, you are in uh, assimilation, you are acting upon the environment. But in uh, accommodation, you are act, the environment is acting upon you, the organism. It means the, it means the way in which the mind modifies the schemata in the light of new experiences or new environmental demands. Okay? At a time they said that you must go out with you must go out with uh, uh, now we say we must go out with um, a face mask. It's what the environment is asking for from us. So we have to by doing that now we are accommodating we are accommodating that attitude to to to, to fulfill what the environment demands us. So and that goes to our mind and that modifies our schemata in the light of our new experience. Okay, now let's see the theory now 
of gene uh, uh, according to the stages. Now, the first stage in these uh, four stages of intellectual development is called sensory motor stage. This is the initial major stage of cognitive development. Now, at this stage, at this stage, the infant is actually uh, uh, getting uh, is, is the first stage is the first stage of this development, as I said. Now, although this is the specific strategy of this uh, period may be at first may, may at first appear to unfold with great regularity as though infants reach a particular age and smoothly transits in or onto the next sub-stage, which means this stage has sub-stages, okay? Has sub-stages. And uh, the, uh, the author, Pregnant, viewed development as a more gradual process than the notion of different stages might seem to imply. Now, let's look at it, the sub-stages that form this stage. One, simple reflex stage. Simple reflex stage. This is made up of first month of life. The first month of life. At this time, the various inborn reflexes are at the center of the baby's physical and cognitive life, determining the nature of his or her interaction with the world. Example, the sucking reflex causes the infant to suck at anything placed in his hand or in or on her on his or her lips. Now, the sucking behavior it provides the newborn with information about objects. Put anything on the palm or on the lips of this child, it will, it will suck it. As simple reflex stage, and the sub stage two is is of two also the first habit and primary circular reactions this subsage occurs between one to four months of age this time the infants begin to coordinate what used to be separate actions into single integral activities okay example this time the infant might combine grasping an object with sucking on it now we'll pick it from the ground or from anywhere and take it to the mouth so two things done together, okay? Now, or you will see the child just stare at the, the things in, in on his hand. We'll look at it, or just look at maybe it's a mirror. We'll look at it all for long at this stage. That's a stop stage, of first habit and primary circular stage this time. And, uh, and uh, Pregnant refers to this scheme as primary because the activities they involve focus on the infant's own body. Example, when an infant first puts its thumb in the mouth and begins to, to suck it, it is mere chance event. It is fair mere chance event. However, when he repeatedly sucks his thumb in the future, it represents a primary circular reaction which he is repeating because the sensation of sucking is clearable. Now, when a child is sucking his hand or his thumb, at the first stage, it was just a mere event. But when the child grows up and is now doing it again, then it means that the child is having some player in sucking his or her thumb. The substage, the, the third substage, 
because it's secondary secular reactions. This one, the child does what he's doing more purposefully. He does it for a purpose. Okay? And this between four to eight months of age. This time, a child begins to act upon the outside world. Example, infants now seek to repeat enjoyable events in the environment if they are able to produce them through chance activities. For example, if you throw up a, uh, 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 if you give a child a rattle, or maybe a rattle now, a rattle that you jingle now, or you 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 play with a child in one way that he or she is taking pleasure. If you stop, the child will be crying. So the child is taking a pleasure in what you are doing with him or her. Oh, so he's enjoying what you are doing. So he wants it to continue. If you that's why some children will be crying when you have played with a child in, in in the house, and when you are going home now, you will be crying to follow you. Maybe, maybe you have done what gives him or her player during playing with him or her. So that's a secondary uh, secular reaction. So then, uh, substage four, coordination of secondary secular reaction. This stage lasts between eight to 12 months. Before this age, behavior involved direct action on object when, when something happened by chance that caught an infant's interest, okay? It happened, something happened by chance. Not that the child just want to go, but it happened by chance and it caused, caught the child's interest. Now, this time, the child attempted to repeat it using a single scheme. But in this sub, in this substage four, the infant begins to employ goal-directed behavior in which several schemes are combined and coordinated to generate a single act to solve a problem. E.g., a child will push one toy out of the way to reach another toy that is lying partially exposed under it. When a child wants to go, maybe want to go into a place and there's one toy on the way, the child will push the toy off his way to get to what to go to to get to where he wants to, to go to. Now so this is the first stage of the uh, child intellectual development. Then number two is the pre operational period. The first one is a sensory motor period between zero and two years. Now, the second one is, is a pre-operational period between two and seven years. And this one equally has uh, sub-stages, the preconceptual between two and four years. This time, the child matures and uh, develops an immature concept, which this man called pre-concept. The child here at this age, though he's still guided by the appearance of things, can now make symbolic representation of things in his environment through drawings, paintings, imitation. At preconceptual period, the child look at things, and uh, he, 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 although is the time we call a preconcept, but this time the child looks at it to see what and what can he, he can do by what he's seeing in or what how things appear in his environment. Like what is when he sees drawing, when he sees paintings, when he sees image, when you know, so there are things that he see he seeing in the environment. So and this time the child is equally good at imitation. Whatever you do, the child wants to do it again. With development achieved in language acquisition this time. Okay, the child can use it to symbolize objects, thereby engaging in symbolic plays during which the child uses some object to stand for for other objects. E.g., a stick may be used to represent any object of interest. 
it can you say okay this is my baby this is my baby he may use a, a, a empty can or empty thing and back the and back it as uh, as a baby it will represent that object to stand as a baby for him or her okay at this stage the the child develop an idea of sameness okay when you see a child at this we call all men daddy and call all women mommy all right this is a child, the, the, we call it preconceptual period between two and uh, two and four years. Okay, it goes from particular to particular. So the child is also capable of uh, engaging in diff, different uh, imitation. Sub so stage two is called the intuitive sta uh, stage between four and seven years. This child at this stage is unable to think logically, critically, and he cannot think reasonably. So it's called intuitive. The belief of the child are mainly based on what they sense to be true, and on what is what logically or, or what is what it will indicate or what what it really mean. Children at this age, they are they are geocentric. You see, a child you go to some to, to one house with, with with a child, it will tell you, "Mommy, let's go home." It will drag your hand, "Let's go." Then they are perceptual consider here and they are irreversible. They are geocentric, they are perceptual concentrated, and they are they don't, they don't think they don't think uh, otherwise. Okay? Now for example, at this stage, at this stage, you will see where a child representing if you give a, a child with two glass cups, one narrow but longer, the other one is water but shorter. They are equal, but the child will choose the one that's longer because he will believe in what he see. So what he's seeing is that uh, the one that is longer is much more than the one that is shorter, even though it's wide. Okay? They believe in what they are seeing, perceptual concentration. Okay? And uh, at this age, the child is egocentric. You give a child biscuit, you ask it to give you a little uh, one of the biscuit slide. It will get. It will take to the back. As if uh, he is the owner, a child will get biscuit of uh, maybe four slices, and you say to give you one of the biscuit now, it will it will turn into the back so that you will not see it again. So this child this time is egocentric. They are selfish, selfish in everything you they, they do, and also at this stage the child will never be able to think irreversibly because you say four plus five is nine. If you say nine minus four is five but the child will not be able to take this this time because it doesn't understand the logic behind the simple reversal of uh, mathematics or arithmetic okay all right the third stage is called concrete operational stage between seven and eleven years this time this child is able to to reverse his thinking and is able to Decentrates, so he will not. He will not. It's just he, he has moved from that former stage to this uh, new stage of a, a a more formal stage. Okay, between seven and eleven years, the child will be able to have uh, what's called decentration to pay attention to all the features of the object before making any judgment or decision. Okay, now the child cannot add, can subtract. Can multiply, can divide, and the child can re reverse, reverse issues. Also, 
the child will be able to understand that uh, uh, 3 plus 7 is 10, and 3 minus or uh, 10 minus 3 is 7, and so on and so forth. And the last stage is called the former or pregnant stage between 12 years and adulthood. Okay, now this child at this time has ability to think scientifically, logically, and he can deal with abstract matters. He can form a hypothesis, he can engage in mental manipulations. Okay, this time the child is able to think well, reason well, and understand well, even understand use of complex language like proverbs, metaphors, and idioms. This time, so the this, the, this stage is also known for adolescent egocentrism. This is the child assumes that he is, he is now is now up to decide for himself, okay? So he wants him he is wants his uh, his thoughts to be the final thoughts, okay? So these are the four stages according to Jim um, Piaget about child intellectual development. Before I close this class with you, I want to. Look at the factors that influence intellectual development. We have some factors that could influence a child in the uh, intellectual development. One, heredity. What a child, what a child inherits from his or her parents, set lim limits of his or her intellectual capacity. So heredity is there. Number two, prenatal influences. Okay. Now. The, the uh, harmful prenatal environment factors like irradiation, maternal disease, maternal nutrition, maternal stress, drug and alcohol, alcohol, alcohol use, smoking, all this affect a child when a child is, is still inside. Okay, all this can affect a child development. So, and this is called prenatal influences. Number three is a postnatal influences. This is when the child is born, the period when the child is born. As it's growing, so so it has another thing that it can see it can equally affect uh, the child uh, intellectual development, e.g., e.g., diseases or sickness or IQ or what if what 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 affects the child after being born, post post child health and toxic chemical can equally interfere and prevent normal brain child development. All right, number four is home and family experience. The home. The type of home and family a child grows up can equally affect his, his or her uh, intellectual development. And the uh, health and physical condition of the child. Health and physical condition of the child. Health and physical condition of the child can equally affect the child's, uh, child's um, uh, intellectual development. Okay? For example, if a child has an uh, issue of brain or disease or problem or poor feeding such a child may suffer poor brain development and be ill disposed to interact and learn from the environment so a child who is physically underdeveloped may experience retardation in social may experience a retardation in social language or emotional aspect of life number six is a age age can equally have a uh is a factor that can influence a child's intellectual development. Then number seven is a emotional state of the child. Anger, fear, and all, uh, all that can equally affect a child's uh, 
internal development. Okay, and motivation. If a child grows up in a place where there's a good motivation, the child will likely may likely do better than a child who grows up in a family or in a, in a place where they don't have a children motivation. Okay, these are the eight factors that could influence the child intellectual development. This is the end of the class. Go through all these uh, voice messages, replay them, replay them, and replay them to to, to, create, to create more understanding. So thank you very much. God bless you. I will see you. I will put another, another time for class this week also. This week also. Maybe we're going to have one or two more classes even this week. Okay? God bless you. See you in another class. I, I will post you. I will post the time for the next class. God bless you. Thank you. Have a nice day.